Hey guys, welcome to another podcast. Today I have Claudia Marrero. Her and I have been friends for the last two years. We are in A Course in Miracles together. She's actually been my leader for the last two years and my buddy for all of 2022. So she's been, um, oh my gosh, every week we come together and we read our text. She's been my therapist. She's been a bunch of other things for me, a good listening ear, a place to allow me to cry sometimes when I need to just unwind things. Um, On top of A Course in Miracles, she is a Reiki master teacher, a channeler, and a cognitive behavioral therapist. So lots of different things that Claudia does in her life. She's incredibly in touch with source. And I have found so much inspiration from her over the last almost two years now that I've known you. Claudia, welcome to the podcast. Oh my gosh, Jennifer. Thank you so much. I'm so thrilled to be with you here. I'm very grateful for that. (laughs) What an intro. I'm so (laughs) glad you're here. And you guys, today the topic is super juicy. It's why are we here? Like, why are we here on the planet? Why are we here as humans? Why are we here incarnating into this body? And so we're going to pull this apart, dissect it. Claudia's going to give us a lot of her insight as to why she thinks we're here. And at the end, you get to make your own decision. But before we get started, Claudia, would you tell us a little bit more about you? I know that you're a mom on top of all the other things that you do. Tell us a little bit more about you. Oh, thanks. Uh, Yeah, well, I started off as a biomedical engineer. And so I was very agnostic and atheist and angry. At one point, I was angry with God. And so I decided, no, you don't exist. (laughs) And um, I, I, you know, I, I, I think it's this, this topic you chose is perfect, because when I had my two kids, and I'm a baby, and I was working the business, and, and I wasn't a life coach, then I was just like, what the hell did I sign up for? Did I sign up for this? Why was I doing this? And and actually, out of the mouth of babes, my son gave me my insight. He he was seeing talking about auras, and I thought that was hippie stuff. You know, he was three. He was three, and he said that he could see colors. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then it hit me across the face when I said, so how do you do this? Because he said, you know, he was saying, hey, you're this color, Michael's this color, and I'm this color. And I thought that was just hippie hype, you know, somebody too much on acid, you know, and because I was such a brainiac, such an analyst <laughs> and such a skeptic. And then I asked him, so how do you do that? And he says, I get close to God. And that like blew a hole through my whole chest. And I finally realized, oh, <laughs> You've been sending me signs this whole time. <laughs> and, and that, you know, as a troubleshooter, I was a seeker. I was finding the solutions and I love serving people. Uh, and so now I just evolved into all of this. I love coaching. I love, you know, my vision is making human lighthouses. And I love that mm-hmm. metaphor because when you know you're the light, when you know you've got it all, that it takes, uh, then how can you be afraid of the dark? How can you be afraid of shadows? How can you be afraid of anything when you have all the answers within you? And there's so much more to you. So that that that's how it all began. And and I'm just thrilled to 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 be in service this way. And I just tell people to be experimental and scientific. Don't believe anything. Just experiment with it and just see what the results are. What difference does it make? what other people say you know look how the diets are coming around any diet is fine and a miracle worker now so 
you know, I, I, I now let go some of that health coaching vibe because I was like, Hey, you know, if you think it's going to heal you, go for it, you know? And you know, that's how it's been evolving. Mm. So it sounds like a lifelong process of you started out agnostic, didn't believe in God, kind of angry. And then you have this family that you've created and your son is three and he's seeing auras and you're like, what is happening? I thought this was just hippies that did acid, but he's only three. So obviously he hasn't been in any acid. So <laughs> something real is happening. Yeah. And then from there, obviously you're here but I'm wondering if there was some other things in your life, like A Course in Miracles or all the other trainings that you've been to, um, that have kind of softened you a bit. Because the lady that I know today is soft and feminine and also <laughs> like wild, but like you're not angry, you're not agnostic. Yeah. In fact, you're very spiritual. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, as I started wanting to figure out what is my son seeing, what is all this experience, I started researching. And then I bumped into, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And I came across amazing shamans and master teachers. And I was exposed to uh, Reiki, energy healing, all of that. I, I was even part of a Harvard research study for, for Reiki. So I was a mm. Reiki healer in the closet for the longest time because I, <laughs> I thought that was too woo-woo. Yeah, and, and so it was a journey from stepping out of that masculine energy that I was so good at, you mm -hmm. know, and, and allowed me to step into the feminine. And actually that's the yin and the yang. You got to be balanced. And and that's where I go from, you know, it's like, what's going to create harmony? Because when your mind, body and spirit are all in alignment and in integrity, life is a blast. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what I want to let everybody know, because you know how you're so high vibe and life is so jazzed up and juicy when you're just like, yeah, this is great. That's what we all get to do, in my opinion, is like when we're all there, we're elevating the whole planet. We're elevating the whole world and we're just shining brighter and brighter, casting out the darkness. Mm, being a lighthouse. Yeah, be So if we think about our topic of why are we here, you know, I, I have witnessed a lot of people in, throughout my life say like, I'm here to go to work and pay bills. I'm here to be a parent and like, you know, slug through this whole driving my, ki my kids to their baseball games and having to feed these humans that never stop eating <laughs> and like, can't wait till they're 18. Um, I'm here through life to um, save for retirement. So one day I can have some time off and maybe then I can explore the world. Um, I'm here to be a, a, a husband or a wife and that's my duty. Like I've heard a lot of different things throughout my lifetime, um, of why people think that they're here. I would love to hear why you think that we're here. Hi. Yeah, that is such a loaded question. Because <laughs> of course it, it is. Yeah, it was like as many people there are on the planet, we're going to have different visions and views of why we here. I'm here to be the one who picks the watermelon and sells it down the street. I'm here, you know, I'm here to just suffer. I mean, how many people just wear that 
martyr in the cross. It's like, I'm, I'm suffering, I'm meant to suffer. And, and they may not even say it consciously, but this is their, there's a paradigm inside of them that has them like, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is how I'm supposed to do it. I'm supposed to get an education, get married, have kids, be at home, do, you know, and, and then all of a sudden you're just missing the whole point, which is just, we're here to just enjoy ourselves. We're here to see what fulfills us. We're here to, what is working and what is not working is what I ask my clients. Well, what's working and what's not working? Well, why do we have to label that there's some big, purpose for you you know whether you're creating a new fashion line or or the new or the new vaccine you know it's like what if it's why is it just be simple and just why not just enjoy life you want to just have chocolate today go and have chocolate today you know <laughs> go and listen to your plants or and and it's like well you know how am I going to bring in the bacon and how am I going to handle my kids and all that well, yeah, we have our responsibilities, but what is the bigger picture? When we keep our eye on the target, on what the bigger picture is, we don't see all these obstacles in the middle. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, I, when, I, when I was asking that same question, I was like, did I sign up for this? You know, I was, I was struggling. I had a business. I had the kids. I was doing everything. I chose that. I chose that. I, I, and I have to be accountable for myself that, yeah, I chose all that. And I'm making myself miserable over it. Or do I have the choice to just say, wow, I have these angels and look at what breakthroughs they created with me. And now I'm just going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on my body. And if we go to the Course in Miracles on why we're here, the Course in Miracles, and, and this is just a paradigm. It serves me to believe this paradigm. It serves me to believe now that... I'm not so agnostic. I, I'm still agnostic. I just can't prove it, which is what an agnostic is. I can't prove that there's a God or not. But I believe my God is the, the thing that all that is, that we are all a part of, is love. And we're here to be creators because that's an aspect of love. Love is creative. Love is courageous. Love is patient. Love is tolerant. And love is forgiving. And I think one of the biggest aspects that had me step to the soft side, to the feminine side, was forgiveness, the work of forgiveness, the work of recognizing what was in me. Because whatever we're projecting, we're projecting our whole reality only all the time. So if we don't like what we're, proje what we're projecting, well, then let's step aside and create something new. We can't rearrange the furniture. We just have to scratch all that and create something new. And that begins with the paradigm that you want to live by. Are you willing to let go of the paradigms and beliefs that you have? Or are you willing to be happy? Mm -hmm. And 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 that's what I, you know, and that just made such a big difference. And it was so, I was so overcomplicating it as an engineer. And I just, it, it's so juicy now. I love your word, juicy. Because you just get to be joyful. And yeah, I still have the same responsibilities. I still have my same kids. I still have, you know, business to run and all that. But I like it. I choose it. And it fulfills.
I love that. I still have my same kids. <laughs> Don't get any new ones. So you talked about the question as you're looking around your life and you're saying like, did I sign up for all of this? Like, did I create this? And of course you did create it, right? And you figured out different ways to change your perspective or change what you've created, evacuate out of some circumstances you've created, put some new ones in. I liked the question even from more of like an overall life and uh, like, uh, did I sign up for life here on this planet? Why am I here as a human on this planet? And did I sign up for this experience? Can you riff on that a bit? Well, I, I, yeah, because we ponder on these questions and Mm -hmm. what's working for me is I think I do believe in reincarnation based on the physics laws. Nothing can be created or destroyed. So energy can just transmute and shift and, you know, just be born again. Using the universal laws, we can understand how we might end up where we end up. The law of attraction, you know, we, we, we came into this. So, and, and there's also the law of vibration. So we're all at a particular vibration at a particular frequency. And we are going to attract whatever, based on the law of attraction, whatever that frequency match is. And based on that is going to be creating our experiences. We like to call them lessons. Why am I learning this? Oh my goodness. Why am I being, you know, cause it's terrible to think, you know, that old paradigm is like, oh, innocent people, bad things happen to good people. That's how it says, right? Bad things happen to good people. Why do bad people always seem to get out? You know, they have those kind of ideas, like they shouldn't deserve it. You know? And, and I'm like, well, what if that's the experience they decided to author right here, right now? And based on the I believe that we carry over our ideas in our DNA. We carry over our our um, propensities, our our shame, our guilt, our original sin. You know, whatever you however you want to interpret it, but we are carrying it over through all these generations, which is why we do things like Grandma did, or we do things, you know, right? Um, we we we're here to take a look at that and remember. So that we can say, oh, well, this doesn't serve me anymore. And I choose to let it go. And so I believe we're in a very interesting time in this age. I do believe that we have never had more woke people, people waking up to realize that there is a bigger picture happening. And whether you believe in God or not, it's there's a big picture that we are all one. We're all interconnected. There is a collective consciousness and there's so much evidence that, that, that points to the amazing things that we can do because of that uh, observation. And, and what I think was work for me is I've done past regression. And so I've remembered a lot of things. I'm like, I'm not that creative to come up with these kind of stories. So I do believe it happened. And it's not several lifetimes. I think it's just one existence mm. and time is irrelevant. So it's just make the best what you got. Life is now <laughs> and you got to redesign it to, and you have every chance to let go of guilt and shame and blame. And, you know, time is too short to be holding on to grudges and holding on to, well, this is the way it's supposed to be. And you were supposed to do that. I mean, time is too short, you know, 
we, we're all having our own experience of, of being woken up. And, mm. and that was mine. And, and it's worth, it's worth the work. You know, a lot of people shy away because it's deep work. It's going down the rabbit hole, going down the rabbit hole of what do I really believe? What do I think I am? Who am I? And only when you get clear on who I am, can you really know why am I here? Mm. Are we all given the opportunity to wake up? Oh, yeah. I believe we all are. Some of us are kind of more analytical and noticing it more than others. Mm -hmm. You know, like we say, we do A Course in Miracles every week. We decided to jump on that uh, philosophy, that that (laughs) brain curriculum. But I believe everybody's doing their course their way. You know, only some people don't take the time to refine it. We tend to be very, we're brainiacs, you and I, you know, we like to dissect and see and, and, and find the, the, the correct name and species and genre of it. But other people are just doing it. They just mm. master, you know, they're just being it. And they love animals and they do their work with animals. You know, those, I find that the people that are happy, people that are living in gratitude, people that are in service to their families or to people and that finding peace within themselves have been doing the work are completely doing the work, whether they know it or not, whether they put the labels on or not, they are. What's a reason or maybe a few reasons that people would choose to just not wake up to just like stay in. Okay. Maybe part two of my question is if you choose to not wake up, like, are you just, are you, are you happy or are you typically kind of miserable because you feel like everything's being done to you and you're not maybe the creator of your life? Like, I think there's this process of waking up that you are like, oh, I am in control. Oh, I do get to make these amazing decisions for myself. Oh, I can magnetize and have anything that I want. And so like, there's this flickering on of all these switches when you come online and you're like, oh, wow, life is amazing. And the colors are even more vibrant and everything yeah. smells better. And like, <laughs> so, but, but maybe that's just, um, and, and the Course in Miracles talks a lot about us, you know, being and seeing only love and seeing every human as our brother and our sister and that we are all God and we are all one. And so I also don't want to step into this like conversation of righteousness that only us woke people um are happy or are like us being online is better than not being online. So I'll stop because that was a lot. And I'd love to hear your (laughs) thoughts on people that choose to not wake up. It's a good question. And, and we're not here to judge who is woke, who is not woke. You know, I, I believe we're all on this path. We're all connected. So which part of the flower are you? Are you in the root system on the ground in the dark or are you the flower blooming and enjoying it? We need those roots. And like in the law of polarity, we need the contrast. We need the contrast. So who else, who are we going to wrestle with so that we can recognize, oh, that's who I used to be. That's how I used to be. Oh, I get to forgive greediness. I get to forgive uh, the scarcity conversation. I get, to for- I get to forgive or giving it forth, which means letting it go. Yeah. You know, there's nothing to forgive empirically, right? It's just letting it go. I, I choose to let go. So if we didn't have the people who are not so happy, the people who are suffering, the people who are 
creating the the crisis, who are creating the chaos, who are, you know, definitely rebel rousers and and creating the pain. Um, we need those so that we can have the opportunity to step up and recognize and remember and do our job. Mm. And as you know, so okay, you get to be the roots this lifetime. You know, you'll be in the dark for a while. Sorry, maybe next next lifetime you'll be better. <laughs> Okay, so that leads me to a question, back to why are we here? When we decide to come be a human on this particular planet, like we are now, do we choose to, to incarnate to learn a lesson? Do we choose to come here just for the experience? Is there another thing maybe that I'm missing? Um, and is it good or bad? bad or neutral if you don't do either one like back to our people that just choose not to wake up or choose to be unhappy on purpose (laughs) are they fulfilling their reason their mission maybe um of why to be here yeah I totally I, I you know it's 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 I, I ponder all these questions because, yeah, I was, I, I, ha- I was in a marriage for 25 years. And, of course, I was all righteous and arrogant in the beginning. As an engineer, I knew it all, miss all it all. This is how you raise kids. This is how you do that. And so I could make, very easily make my, my husband at the time bad and wrong. And you're not woke. And you're not right. And you're mm-hmm. all this. And, but if he wasn't for the way he was... Now he experiences joy and happiness in his way. So again, who am I to choose? Mm. Or, you know, for me, I discovered, and this was my own personal revelation. I used to rate, let's say I used to rate happiness, peace and joy or intimacy on a scale of one to 10. And then after the transformation, I realized, holy crap, it's not a schedule, a, a scale of one to 10. It's a, it's a scale of one to infinity. And, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely not going to play at one to 10. 10 is nothing. 10 sucks. Now my <laughs> husband was rating marriage. Oh, it's a 10. And I'm like, hell no. I want it to infinity now. And so <laughs> that's why we eventually, you know, got divorced because he wasn't ready. He's not there and it's his choice and it's his right. And he can enjoy life. And I'm sure he has his, you know, he's, he can be happy. He enjoys his kids. He's not a bad person. So you know, you know, when we think of somebody as, as, you know, Scarface, you know, I don't know, he might have enjoyed and had joy in, in being the barbarian that he was. And but again, that that kind of just demonstrates a vibration, a vibration of where you are. Now, us, we're vibrating at a place where we don't like to hurt people. We don't like to abuse people. Right. We don't vibe at that. We vibe at serving. We vibe at helping and lifting people up. That's our, our vibration. So it's like the colors of the rainbow, you know, they're all, they're all each a special important color of the all, all Mm -hmm. of the spectrum of light, but there are very different. Red is not vibrating at purple and it never will. So I'm not here to say that red is poor red, you know, (laughs) I love red, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I think when we, when we break it down into those, which is the universal laws, oh my gosh, it makes life so much easier to kind of clarify and, and clean because I'm not here to judge. You're just at your own vibration. No such thing as evil. It's just a negative 10. 
where I like to play at a positive. It's just a number. It's just we're living in the we're moving towards going back to being in the absolute, which where supposedly the word God is. God is everything. Mm. So it's the absolute. And there's no positive. There's no negative. It's everything. It's the all. And so I am everything in one, even my ex. No, I do wonder. Um, and, you know, I think we all kind of come up with our own thoughts on like, what does heaven look? What is it like? What's the spirit world like? What does our soul actually do when it's not in a body here on earth? And I imagine that the soul is pretty neutral right? The soul is like old and wise, but like still learning and like hanging out at the library and the Akashic records, right? And they're like, oh, what do I want to learn next? Like, what do I want to play in the next play called life on earth as a human? And they're like, if I had like a, if my soul had like a cool mustache, I could be like, hmm. yeah. <laughs> I want to be a bad guy. Like I want to be the guy that everybody hates. Right. I want to know what it's like to feel like a bad person. I want to, I want to, I don't know, fill in the blank. I want to say yeah. murder, but like, I want to do these really horrible things. And then you like sign up for that, right? There's this is again, my imagination, but I imagine that there's like a roster, right? There's like a binder <laughs> and they're like, uh, someone's like, um, we need someone to play the bad guy. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. We need somebody to play his mother. Anybody want to be his mother? <laughs> Cause he's going to be real fucked up. <laughs> you got to mess him up, mom. <laughs> okay who wants to be the family dog raise your hand you know and so I try to view life this way and I try to teach my children as well um when they were really little they had a lot of questions about like well death and what happens if you die mom and like I don't want you to die ever and I'm like it'll be okay we'll come back we'll meet up in the spirit world and we'll decide in the play like who you want to be next maybe I want to be your aunt next time or your grandpa I don't know. Um, but that's the way that I have thought about what it's like to incarnate here and that it's really not all that serious. So we haven't touched on, I don't think, Claudia, we've talked about like, why are we here? But we haven't talked so much that this is kind of like a video game, kind of just like when you're mm-hmm. a spectator in the crowd and you're watching a play. Would you touch a little bit on maybe why things aren't as serious as you think or why the hologram and the projection of what you're seeing yeah. is really not as bad as what you think. And maybe yeah. like the stories that our mind makes up. Yeah, that's great. I love, I, I, I love that uh, metaphor of, of comparing it with, with a video. Uh, I used to teach my kids uh, you remember, well, they were too young for Pac-Man, but I told them, oh, I used to love Pac-Man, you know, and, and we, you know, if you allow your spirit, your soul to be the joystick, you're going to be on top of it, of, on top of the game, because you're the joystick, just like when we were looking at a video game, you could see the whole map, you could mm-hmm. access the tools that you want, and <laughs> you could just and go and eat, and, and, but the little Pac-Man, which is what we are in right now, uh, we just see right or left, up or down. We just see in this 3D mm-hmm. world. 
So the joystick is our spirit, our soils handling all of that. It was like, oh, you know, and if we're just surrendering to spirit and, and, and there was a wonderful exercise that we used to do in, in the trainings, you'd blindfold us and we'd have to be guided. And, you know, if the controlling people, they're like, oh no, I want to know where I'm going. And it took a while for us to surrender and just like trust and let mm. somebody just let you know that you're going to be safe. That's what spirit is, our higher self, spirit, our soul. That's what it's trying to do. But we're in so much resistance. It's, it's kind of like when, you know, if, imagine it's the little Pac-Man or the little guy. No, I'm not going to go that way. We're just like, come on, go, go, go. You know, you're going to get eaten by those <laughs> the little gremlins. So, so that's the game that we're at. What we resist will persist. And that's when we get eaten up by those little gremlins or we have a, a, a bad experience because we're out of alignment. We're not in the flow with the universe. But if we just surrender and let spirit and trust our intuition, connect into our heart, drop out of our head. Our head is really just here to control our driving, you know, mm-hmm. not get into accidents, you know, we, you know, be able to put things back on the shelf without dropping them, you know, that, you know, and receiving information, you know, I can hear the kids playing, I can hear, you know, and, and enjoy out of our five senses. Other than that, we should be operating from our heart and letting that joystick can be our, our guide. Um, did I answer your question? No, not yet. However, I wanted to jump in here because I don't view it as Pac-Man at all. I view it as, have you seen the latest Jumanji movies? Oh, I with love the rock. That. Okay, so I view yeah. it like the Jumanji oh, movie. Yes. <laughs> like a giant hippopotamus is about yes. to eat you. Like game over. And then like your next version of yourself. Yeah, but you're right. Down. You're right. Life is neutral. Life is neutral. And and we could just take a deep breath and 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 take a step back from whatever's happening and remember to just mm. like, you know, trust, then yeah, absolutely. And you're absolutely right. I do agree with you. We did like, yeah, this is going to be the journey we're going to step in. And I need you to come back. And uh, there's a beautiful story by called The Little Sun or The Little Soul uh, by Diamond Neil uh, Walsh. The, oh, the author's name is Neil Donald Walsh. That's it. Mm. And he's the little soul or, or the little son is talking to God. And 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 that's exactly the conversation is like oh yeah i'll come in and volunteer what do you want to do this lifetime well i want to learn what it's like to be forgiveness i want to be the special of being forgiven and and that means i need somebody for me to forgive and so somebody has to lower their vibration and choose to come in and it's such a i'll be the bad guy i'll be the bad guy and then we'll go back and i actually have done during breath sessions you actually can go to heaven i mean we are the beings that can bring heaven down to earth we can experience heaven we don't have to die to be in heaven mm. we could be in heaven right now we are in heaven right now or we're in hell right now depending on your interpretation and which way you want to look <laughs> yeah i remember my grandmother so my grandmother let's see if i have my book my grandmother has been in course in miracles like her entire life almost and she's in her 90s this is her original book and when she couldn't read anymore because the you know the words were too little for her she gave me this book and I remember being a little girl in her and my grandpa's whatever car they had it was always like real comfy and kind of leathery and she'd like give me life's wisdom and she'd say Jennifer 
There is no hell other than what's here on this earth. You create your own hell. And I'm trying to do like a good Cajun accent. It's probably not very good. That's kind of how she talks. It's kind of like Savannah mixed with, you know, New Orleans. And I always was like, I don't know what she's talking about. But there's this point as an adult that I looked around in my 20s. And I'm like, what the fuck have I created? Like, this is totally hell. And then you if we go back to our video games, there's this point where you like can level up. Like you're, you, you become awake, you yeah. look around. Oh my gosh. I've created a literal hell on this earth for myself. And then you're like, oh, but I have power and yeah. I can choose a different choice. I can choose a different reality. Yeah. I can leave this person, leave this job, um, choose something better. And then you like, level up in the game and you're like in a whole nother game level and it's totally different right and you're gonna have to develop new tools and and develop a new set of a new belief perhaps or yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely that's perfect but it's cool too like the more that you learn and the more that you level up the easier the tools get right like you master that new tool and then you get to take it with you to the next level and you take Mm -hmm. it to like I'm thinking of my, my son's video games where you like, you get an ax and then you get some kind of gun and then you get to, <laughs> that's yeah. what it feels like to me. It was so cool. I was watching, you know, watching my sons play their video games and, you know, they shoot them up and all that. Yeah. And I'm like, and it was an interesting conversation one day. It was like, so what happens when you get shot? Oh, we just spawn. We just respawn. And I'm like, well, just like life. <laughs> just and Jumanji. <laughs> Yeah, it was so cool. So, you know, I kind of backed off of of the video thinking that it was such a horrible thing. That was one of the paradigms. Oh, don't let your kids play videos. Yeah. They actually got deep with it, you know, and they were like, yeah, well, it's kind of like life. We don't, we just come back and, and, and I wonder if it's a good thing for us to not be so afraid of death. And not be so serious about all of it. Uh Yeah. Woo, we're getting we're getting pretty deep here. We had a really deep conversation about this a couple days ago. Scott and I were driving back from Bentonville, I think. So we had like a good 20, 30 minutes in the car together. And I was saying, I don't know if I've ever told you about this, but you know, here's my thoughts on death. And I just think that we come back and we come back. And I was saying, I don't think anyone dies when it's not their time right? Unless they choose to self-evacuate, right? And I said, even that, so I said, I I follow this lady named Marie Manucheri, and she was talking once about suicide. And she was like, every form of death is suicide. It's the soul's evacuation from the body. It's suicide. All of it is. So like, you don't have to feel all hoity-toity that somebody in your family had, you know, committed suicide, and they're a terrible person, and you would never do it, and all this judgment. She was like, everything is your soul like peace out time to go (laughs) an accident you get old and you die in your sleep like all of it and I said I really firmly believe that and so he was trying to think of terrible ways to die like (laughs) what if you get murdered and it's a mass shooting and and I was like no I think that we pre-negotiate and then that was probably not the right word but I said I think we predetermine we decide before we come when it's time for us to leave. Um, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Wow. On the yeah. soul evacuation moment. You're like, 
Oh dear God, I hope I didn't choose one of those crazy options. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if so, I have read, um, I don't know if you've read any of the Michael Newton Life Between Life books where he regresses souls and they can they can pinpoint any time before, like pre-incarnation, incarnation, or post-incarnation. And they'll say towards the end, um, I never felt the gunshot. I never felt being splattered by a car, like any of the most terrible things you can think of. The soul ejects from the body and there's nothing left but the body. I never physically feel it. Yeah. According to Abraham Hicks, uh, she actually says, or they actually say that it is a very, it's delicious. It's a delicious experience. It, you know, the way the soul just ejects, if you're willing to not resist it, if you're just accepting of it we can make it really really hard and 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 triple the pain of it but but technically if you're just surrendering and accepting and okay it just it's a delicious experience i don't know i haven't done it yet in this consciousness yet yeah (laughs) but but yeah i i remember when when my father was you know it took him a whole week and he was in such resistance and he didn't want to let go he just Mm -hmm. didn't want to let go so, yeah, I could see the body may not be having a great time, but uh, what you are not your body. It comes right down to it. You are not your body. You're just stepping out. And somebody say it feels really good because it is finally your spirit letting go, your spirit letting go of this, this shell that just keeps us really encased in, in, in a lot of small spaces. <laughs> but such an incredible opportunity to like feel all the things that humans get to feel. I think about that a lot, like Mm -hmm. the piece of chocolate, like Mm -hmm. the bite of ice cream, that Mm -hmm. that bite of pizza, amazing sex, a fantastic massage. Like think about Mm -hmm. all the things that this physical body gets to experience. And when we're souls, we are not, we don't get to experience all of this. So I feel like being a human must be such a treat, like such an enjoyable thing for our souls to get to experience. Yeah, they, some say that it's a it, it, everybody's trying to come come in during this time because we're up to so, such an interesting experiment of all of us reaching such a good place of evolution. I mean, there really, you know, there really hasn't been a better place where so many people having these conversations or Mm -hmm. experiencing uh, a lot more I I know some are you know struggling but really I was struggling two years ago I wasn't but not nothing like we were in the feudal system or in the middle ages or in the dark ages you know (laughs) you know so I'd rather be struggling in this age seriously we have air conditioning and toilets (laughs) like And, and, you know, so, yeah, and, and we could just surrender at any point and, and find something beautiful, something beautiful to feel grateful for, something uh, to, to just rejoice about and, and yeah, relish yeah, for yeah. some reason. So, yeah, let's, let's keep playing. <laughs> so, interestingly, throughout this podcast, we have gone from why are we here, how <laughs> we might incarnate, what it's like to be a soul in this body during a lifetime, and even kind of the evacuation of the body at the end. Is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with? Like, if, if a listener is going, okay, this is, 
this is, this is, I need some tactical steps. <laughs> how do I get happier or how do I, yeah. how do I remind myself mm. that this is all just a video game? You know, when I'm watching the news and I'm consuming all this information and it's really stressing me out, how do I kind of just soothe my nervous system and bring myself back to the fact that this is just all kind of an experiment. It's all an exercise for our soul. Yeah. What would you say? Well, first, remember, you're not your body. Take a nice deep breath. You're not your emotions. You're not your thoughts. Take a deep breath and proper identify who you are first. Get clear on who that is. And, and that's part of the work. And breathing meditation is huge to help you create that buffer, that space so that you don't have to react, but rather respond and make and, and give yourself clarity to have some choice in the matter, whatever it is. Um, and choose a new paradigm. Something's out of whack. If you're not happy, if you're not, if, if something is feeling wrong, if it's not resonating, then Take a look at the paradigms. Take a look, write down in journal, what are the thoughts that you're believing? What are you holding on to that might not be serving you? So what's working and what's not working and what do you want to change? Where do you want to go from here? No use looking back at the back of the bow, the, the, you know, the wake of the, of the ship that you're on. Uh, there's no solutions there. So stop looking at the problem because it's never going to be looking back at the problem, but looking where you want to go, what you want to create and learn the universal laws. Learn the universal laws because it makes, it, it makes for such a more enriching and empowering state of beingness, knowing how to work with the universe rather than be in resistance with it. And we don't realize that we're constantly bucking you know, the universal laws. And um, it's like gravity. You can't do anything about it. You know, you, you're going to, you don't have to really focus on it. You're not going to float off of the planet, but, but it's there. It's a universal law like gravity. So learn the law of, of attraction, the law of mentalism, the law of polarity, the law of vibration, particularly the law of gender. That would really affect a lot of us these days where we don't know what is our role as the masculine, what is our role as the feminine, the yin and the yang within us, which is both the masculine and the feminine. What do you get to bring out? so that it'll get you catapulted to where you want to go so i would love to you know your listeners i love you jennifer and i i would love to offer them uh, you know anybody who says uh i'm i was listening to jennifer um i'll give them a free discovery session and or card reading or channeling whatever they want oh. and all they got to do is text uh life is now you know, keep it really simple so if they're ready to to step into shifting and clearing the caca and stepping into their dream, uh, type text uh, life is now. Awesome. We'll put the number to text to in show mm -hmm. notes. Um, I'm also going to put a bunch of notes underneath there for whatever Claudia just said that we needed to do to, to think about. I've made a couple <laughs> notes on that. Um, Claudia, if maybe you can give me a link on where to start looking to learn the universal laws. I'm not quite sure of like what that is, if it's a book or a website or how you get started, uh, but that seems really juicy. Yeah, it is juicy. Um, 
Hmm. Well, it, it they they well you know they had that book the secret but they really failed because all they did in my opinion sorry uh-huh. in my opinion and and this is why Abraham Hicks wasn't even in the book she was supposed to be in the book and she wasn't in the book because she says you guys are just talking about the law of attraction right you're missing the big juicy part of it which right. is everything else um, I I I learned it through my masters and my teachers um, I actually haven't. I haven't found, I, I, I'll get back to you on yeah. a good source or just come to me and I'll, I'll give you a nice little tutorial on the universal laws. Actually, I do give workshops and I have done the workshops on, on the law of attraction. So maybe I'll put that in there. We'll create a nice little session for the perfect. laws of attraction. I mean, for the universal laws. Yeah. Sounds perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for spending so much time with us today. I feel excited to be a human and do the rest of my day as a human. I'm going to go do some human things. Like maybe I'll eat a bite of ice cream and like pet my dog and go hug my kids and, and just enjoy this incarnation. It's fabulous. It's so beautiful to be dancing with you. And you too. Honored to be here and yeah, life is a blast and, yes. and everybody deserves, everybody deserves to experience joy and love and peace and sex and juiciness and all that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Thanks. See you next time. Bye. Thank you, darling. Bye.